Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 45, Mike Bell, running for Ward 12 Hamilton City Councilor, recorded on August 25th, 2018. Mike Bell, you're running for Ward 12 Hamilton City Councilor. Welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast. Thanks, Joey. It's nice to be here. Firstly, who is Mike Bell? Mike Bell. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my personality first. I'm a friendly guy, I'm sociable, and I'm easy to talk to. Some of my hobbies, I'm interested in doing uh, construction around the house, uh, renovation projects, playing sports with my kids and kids in the neighborhood. I also like making maple syrup. I'm a professional engineer, getting my license in 2006, and I've been working as a professional engineer ever since, and that makes me feel like I'm a person with lots of integrity. Why are you running? I'm running to help others make Ancaster and Hamilton a better place. I would like nothing more than to represent the people in Ancaster in the area I grew up. Ancaster is an area where I would like to see change take place. Do you live in Ward 12, yes or no? Yes. Does it matter if one lives in the community one seeks to represent? Not necessarily. I think it is helpful in that you naturally meet more people in the area that you choose to live and work in. It also makes it easier to understand issues within your community because of your own everyday experiences from living there. How have you contributed to your community and our city? I have been active in Ancaster over the years in many different roles. I assisted in coaching house league hockey in Ancaster at the midget level and also as a trainer at the Adam house league level. I have volunteered at Binkley United Church helping run a Sunday school as well as spent some time tutoring high school students in math and chemistry. More recently, I have been actively engaged in Professional Engineers Ontario's Hamilton Burlington chapter as a board member and chair of the Government Liaison Committee. I facilitate relationships between MPPs and chapter members and take action on policy proposals that could affect my profession. I have been involved with Fesedin's Home and School Association for the past five years. Last year, I was the membership coordinator, and prior to that, I was the treasurer for two years. I was also selected as the parent representative for Fesedin during the Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board Accommodation Review Committee in the spring of 2017. I spoke out about significant differences in operating costs between the schools and the health and safety concerns at those schools. What are your two priorities for Ward 12 and two priorities for Hamilton as a whole? My two priorities for Ancaster is working with both the separate and public boards to find a way to keep the green space in Ancaster. Being outdoors and active in the local parks is part of what makes Ancaster unique and it supports a good quality of life. I also want to advocate for safer ways of crossing streets, uh, specifically Wilson Street. It looks great, but I anticipate a lot of students will be crossing the new widened street at Amberley and Valley View, as well as at Dunham Drive. The current pedestrian crosswalk needs to be replaced with a pedestrian activated stoplight. I believe at both locations, and I would advocate for a stoplight similar to that located 
across from 175 Fiddler's Green Road and Gilbert Avenue. Two priorities for the City of Hamilton. I believe the number one priority is development charge exemptions policy in Hamilton. Development charges is the money that is charged to developers and projects to pay for sewers, sanitary sewers, storm sewers, and drinking water facilities and roads. There are development charges required by the Act, and which are different than discretionary development charges that the City of Hamilton Council allows to occur as subsidies to developers for certain projects. Now, I agree with certain projects to create housing and to let businesses expand and generate wealth within Hamilton, but I just think we can do it a different way. The problem with the development charge exemption policies is when we don't have the money in our development charge fund to pay for it, we either have to borrow money and create development charge debt, or we take money away from other departments internally within the city, and that makes their budget smaller and cuts their services. I think we need to change that. So number two would be the central composting plant. I know that the Ministry of Environment has closed it down due to issues with smells. We need to identify the issues and resolve them and increase waste diversion from landfills. What are three skills you will bring to elected office that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on city council? Three skills that I bring to make me the best choice for city council would be problem-solving skills. I can identify issues, understand why and how the situation evolved, and implement change to mitigate the reoccurrence. Negotiating skills to reach a compromise. We're never going to be able to get everything we want exactly whenever we want. So we're going to have to compromise on that. Prioritizing needs would be the third skill, and I will talk a little bit more about that later. Hamilton zoning regulations prevent the building of multi-unit clustered housing, which is in scale with existing single-family housing, commonly referred to as the missing middle. There are approximately 100,000 Hamiltonians in their 20s and approximately 140,000 Hamiltonians over the age of 65. The missing middle is medium-density transit-connected housing in walkable communities and is important to young renters, first-time owners, and critical for seniors seeking to successfully age in place in the communities they've lived for decades. As a member of City Council, you will need to address housing challenges in Hamilton. You will face opposition to infill development and provincially mandated intensification. How will you respond to concerns about development, and where do you believe mid-density growth should occur in Ward 12? I believe mid-density growth should occur along major arterial roads in the town, close to anemones and employers. This development will lead to increased population density and ideally increased use of public transit or alternative modes of transportation, such as walking and biking. It is costing more and more to have a car, park it, ensure it, maintain it, and operate it. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that going into the future, but that's where I believe the mid-density growth should occur. What is something interesting or unique about Ward 12 that you believe the rest of Hamilton should know? I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, Ancaster used to source its own water from eight or nine different wells from around the township. In the early 70s, Ancaster signed a contract to begin purchasing water from the city of Hamilton and was included in the lot levy or property taxes at that time. What are two changes you will propose to improve city services? One change is I'd like to develop a streamlined process for obtaining approval of building permits. 
I can give two examples off the top. Uh, recently, a microbrewery told me they waited 16 weeks for approval to erect a railing around an outdoor patio, as well as the, I know some people in town are having issues with getting building permits for additions and renovations. It's, the cost is very prohibitive. It's almost like we're pushing people to demolish their houses and build new. The second change I would propose to improve city services is policing and public safety. Ancaster has two beats and four squads per beat, according to my understanding. So that makes eight police officers assigned to Ancaster. I would like to work with the police chief to see how we can better deploy officers in Ancaster. What are two changes you will propose to improve quality of life in Hamilton? One change I would propose is to preserve green space. We need to continue to have appreciation for the value of conserving nature and maintain our recreational facilities, property, and trails. Link trails up in neighborhoods to keep citizens active and help them get to where they need to go without always using a car. My second change to improve the quality of life is improving public transit in Hamilton. This brings us to the LRT discussion. And Right now, I don't like the existing plan for LRT and I'm not supportive of it. First thing is it doesn't, it's not independent from the roads. So you're still stuck with having to wait for traffic signals and traffic lights at every other intersection. The second is due to the fact that it does not hook up directly with the two existing GO stations, the Harborfront GO and the Hunter Street GO station. It relies on a, a walking path, which in the winter isn't, doesn't help people want to take public transit. The third is it does not address moving people north and south up and down the mountain accesses. This is where a lot of the congestion is that I experience. I believe more loops, more transfers between major nodes is required in order to increase frequency along the main routes. Hamilton City Council decided against ranked balloting. Ranked ballots enable voters to choose by prioritizing candidates they feel qualified for public office and best able to represent them. What is your position on ranked ballots? Ranked ballots, based on my understanding, I believe it is a good idea. For example, if you have three candidates and you have to rank one, two, three, the candidate with the least number of ones gets discarded and then the twos and threes from that discarded person's votes get distributed to the remaining two until someone has 50% or more of ones. I think it's a good idea. How will you improve civic governance and engagement during the next four years? I will endeavor to run public meetings during the evening for key issues. This has been done in the past, and the latest that come to mind were the ER zoning in Ancaster and the elevated water storage tower. This allows citizens to attend events and public meetings without having to book time off work. I will also have a website where I would like to list motions that I bring to the table as well as motions that amend. And I will be able to keep track of key issues through my website for all constituents to read. How will the City of Hamilton's strategic plan guide your decision making in hiring a new city manager and what qualities do you seek in a new city manager? I would seek an individual who is willing to make themselves available to speak with all staff as required. They also must communicate effectively with respect to inquiries 
and delegate tasks to appropriate personnel or staff where necessary. And I would want someone that understands that frontline city staff who interact with the public and operate municipal facilities are an excellent source of knowledge that can be used to develop solutions to make projects on time and on budget. Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you do so? I will do this by prioritizing projects or funding for services based on the magnitude or severity of risk to health and safety of constituents, the environment, and the public facilities. I'd also take into account determining how many people are affected by a particular incident or decision that needs to be made. Also important is the frequency of occurrences of a particular event or incident. All these items need to be weighed against each other in order to prioritize solutions. It's 2022. The public record is writing a review of the four-year council term that is just ending. What three words do you hope we will use to describe your term on council? And what three words do you hope will describe council as a whole? I would hope three words to describe me would be responsible, realistic, and helpful. And three words to describe council as a whole would be transparent, open-minded, and accessible. Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks you wish to share? I know I am new to politics, but I believe I am as capable as any of the incumbents coming in, as I have experience in problem solving, presenting solutions with alternatives, in maintenance, financial, and operational situations. I don't have all the answers to everyone's problems, but I can certainly work together with others to come up with solutions for Hamilton and Ancaster. Thank you for joining us today. I want to thank the Terry Berry branch of the Hamilton Public Library for the use of their sound studio where we recorded this podcast. This has been episode 45 of the Public Records, the 155 podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.